0: Welcome to the Faith Worship Podcast. Every two weeks, I'll be sitting down with members of our team and we'll be talking about their heart and their story. Each episode is meant to challenge you and give you vision for the direction our team is headed in. It doesn't matter what role you serve in, if you're a part of faith worship, this is for you. Hey, welcome to episode one of the Faith Worship Podcast. Uh, this is going to be a place where we talk about the heart of our teammates um, and just challenge ourselves on this journey of helping others find and follow Jesus. I'm here with Kaylee Welk, ooh, ooh. and we are talking today about worshiping and freedom um, and just being ourselves and, and being confident in who that person is. Kaylee, there's a phrase that, that I've heard you use a lot, um, and it's, it's a phrase of affirmation, but also just, it's kind of a little bit goofy. So I'm not going to steal your thunder, but can you talk about that? I think you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's let your freak flag fly. And I love it. It's super freeing. There's something about being able to acknowledge that everyone's so different Mm -hmm. in your upbringing, the way you worship, the way, the things you like, the foods you like. And so especially in the context of worship, Mm -hmm. there's so much freedom and just acknowledging and allowing yourself to be you. Mm -hmm. And so... I say it a lot during practice because even in mistakes and organizing what it looks like, helping the others on the team, just know, like, loosen up, be yourself. It's the best way. It's the way that God made you. It's the best way you get to know him and worship. It's the best way you get to know yourself. And so I, I told you earlier, I love watching my kids worship and there's something about that freedom and that unjudged, just longing to be a part of whatever worship looks like with God. And then you kind of get older and you get a little more insecure and aware of what things are happening during worship and people yeah. watching you or mm-hmm. feeling judged or wanting to fit in. And then you get older again and realize oh, I just want to worship. Yeah. I just want to be me. I yeah. just want to let go. I just want to do what makes me feel close to God.
0: Yeah. That's good. So what do you th- why do you think that that it's important for us to empower people, to affirm people and empower them to be that person and be themselves and kind of just unapologetically and, and freely be them. Why do you think that's important?
1: Yeah. So I love that challenge to people because we talked about that uniqueness of specifically worship music leaders in general, there's just so many different types of music that people listen to. There's so many genres, even within Christian music and even within worship music Mm -hmm. that speak to different people. And those are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Not every person is the same. And so you're going to worship differently and you're going to connect differently with God. And so being able to be yourself you never know how that's going to you know, push someone into worship with God. You don't know how that's going to motivate them or challenge them mm-hmm. or free them in the moment of just allowing the Holy Spirit to move differently than they would have if they have this restriction or they have these parameters of what they think worship should look like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We talked a little bit before... We started recording about David as an example mm-hmm. of that, um, mm-hmm. and and you had there's some insight you have in his story, um, some examples from different things he's written and different accounts of his his life. Talk us through some of that, and and what's encouraged you through through David's story.
1: So I like to kind of give myself like my backstory to David. David has his own backstory for sure, but when I specifically think about David worshiping. I think about he's. he must have been a chameleon. He had his true self and the way that he was and what he did for God and with God and allowed God to use him, uh, but as far as like a person, when I think of him worshiping, and this is totally my own like funny thing, but I think oh, he's probably a little bit of like Bethel and Hillsong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, all these kind of people together where you think like, Oh, he's a little different. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe it's for some people and maybe it's not, but that ultimately he is a powerful leader leader and God used him very specifically, uh, in Psalms, this description, Psalm 63, this description of, just a beautiful lyrical worship song. We hear songs now that sometimes speak to us or not speak to us or lead us. And this this account is just very specifically him talking about Jesus and praising and, and worship. And, and it even starts with, You, God, you are God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land mm. where there is no water. And even that lyrical setup, like that's beautiful. Yeah, It's, it makes me want to be a part of whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, his soul longs for the thirst of God. That's, that's pretty great. Yeah, And just in general, most of the Psalms that we hear are written by David and they're, and they're great. They're masterpieces. And I told you about, on that journey of looking through some of the things that David wrote, I came across the first Chronicle 16 and talks about David leading in worship. So it's like a specific account of him being in the tent and then bringing in, in the middle of the tent, David pitched, you know, this burnt offering and he sacrifices and he essentially shows all these leaders what worship looks like and how to teach them and how to lead them, mm. which is pretty significant. Yeah. It seems like there was a lot of different people. And then it says he appointed some of the Levites to serve and talks about the different offerings and the different prayers. And then he starts leading these leaders. Before he gives in, it says, David thanks God. Then he goes in to this whole account with his colleagues and it says his colleagues, and the song of the Lord that he sang, which is, I give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make him known in his accomplishments among the nations. And it goes on and on and on from verse 7 to 36 of these accounts of worship. And then it says David appoints worship leaders. Mm. That's significant to me as a worship leader, as someone who wants to be and longs to be near Jesus.
0: Right, yeah.
1: How do you influence other people? What does that look like? He gave a huge account of thanks to God. And then he sat with these colleagues and he appointed different leaders. Yeah, That in itself goes, okay, there's differences. All these different tribes, all these different leaders are now going to be influenced by David's worship, but it's still going to be in their own way.
0: Right. They're going
1: to go back to their tribes and they're going to worship the way that they connect with God. This was just an example of how David leads leaders Mm. into worship. And that I think is huge Mm -hmm. as a leader myself following your leadership of the other leadership teams that we have here, knowing that part of my job on a Sunday is to be the kind of worshiper that I feel God has led me to be, because in turn, I'm turning around and leading those in our congregation who are still leaders in the community. Yeah, They need to know and absorb how they worship, and that's going to transpire in their daily walks and their interactions with other people as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I... One of the things I know that, that I struggle with um, balancing is, okay, how do I be myself? How mm-hmm. do I be me? And, and that's not always a comfortable thing. Rarely is it. But how do I be that person within the culture of, right. of the church I'm serving in or the family that I'm in? And, and it's really easy to forsake that person mm-hmm. to just blend in. Yeah. Like that's the easiest thing for us to do. Right. Um, but how do we be that person and contribute to the community. So within the context of our church, sometimes being ourselves completely can clash with the culture or or what's happening on a team or at a certain event. How do you navigate that balance of, okay, I want to be me, um, and we all want everyone to be themselves. How do you navigate that balance, though, of like maybe... Being me right now or or going this route of yeah. kind of unapologetically being yeah. myself might clash or shake the boat. And sometimes that's a good thing. But how do we navigate that, do you think? Yeah,
1: I think that's so tricky. One of the best ways is probably practice. Mm. And that sounds so simple. But truly, the best way, like I said, to get to know the way that you communicate best with God and the more confidence you get from that, the more easily you're going to walk into those scenarios and have the right discernment for the moment.
0: So good. Yeah. Because there yeah. is.
1: There's times where you think, well, I could just kind of blend in and it's not going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Other times, God's calling you to be the David in the room. Totally. You like pull your tambourine out, yeah. pull that, you know, mm-hmm. like ribbon out, you're gonna you're gonna kind of stir the pot a little bit. And yeah. not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I when I read these accounts of David, I don't think these people had negative things about it. There was something We talked about there was something about, you know, kind of like that contagious laugh. There's something about that worship style or the way that he led people that Mm -hmm. people wanted to be a part of. Yeah. But it still became their own. Yeah. So culturally, even now, the way that you can navigate that really truly is probably self-awareness, self-discovery, discovery discovery in your relationship with God.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that comes through a rhythm. That comes through... Being with God, David, yeah. yeah, yeah, being in His presence, the Holy, knowing the voice of the Holy Spirit, knowing in yeah. the moment, okay, this is mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go. That's mm-hmm. so good. One of the things I was thinking about while we were talking about David was even his wife at one point was was looking at him going. This is weird, you know. David's doing what God has called him to do, and even the person closest to him was like, "What are Mm -hmm. you doing? This is kind of strange." That's just a good reminder that sometimes the closest people in our lives are not always going to feel like we're doing the right things. um, But ultimately, we have to be answering to the Holy Spirit. Like that, that obedience is our ultimate responsibility.
1: Yeah, and you can change, you can change someone's opinion about you just by being you. Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure, even your spouse or your friends often have a preset no, you know, memory or notion or something has shaped their opinion about you. And so you just make it a point to let them know you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's another big one. And even with the music itself, I am all for all different kinds of music, often not even Christian music. And that's probably not the best to admit, but you, you, that's a part of the journey as well is what moves you or what excites you or Mm -hmm. what gets you pumped up. There's all different kinds of music that can stir you. And I think similar to food, music is like universal language.
0: Yeah. You're never
1: going to meet someone that is like, I don't, I don't like any kind of music. It might not be worship music. They might like Bach. They might like Mm -hmm. skillet. They (laughs) might like, I don't know. There's just a whole range of music. And Uh so similarly, to food, which is also like universal language of love, music is the universal language of love, which is why I'm so drawn to it. Why mm-hmm. so many people feel like that is an expression of their worship to God is it reaches so many people. So I think even culturally navigating food and music, you can never go wrong mm-hmm. with reaching people yeah. and just being yourself through that.
0: Yeah. That's good, that's true. so kind of the application side of things, what does this look like for our team and and our team is is a wide range of people yeah. from tech desks mm-hmm. in the back um, to to musicians on the stage right. In a way, we're all leading worship, right? Pro presenter is leading people. Um, People are following those lyrics. The lighting is leading people. And everything we do is doing that. It's not just the the vocalist or the guitarist. What does this look like within the context Mm -hmm. of our team, of our church, of leading worship?
1: Yeah, I think execution is probably the the best way that we can show an example of you know, the best way we can worship. So even for our team, getting to know the sound system with your tech, getting to know the slides and the rhythm of how different leaders lead Mm. and just getting to know each other is probably the biggest way that we can continue that idea of being ourselves. There's no two leaders on our team that is the same. Right, yeah. Even if you have a similar style, there's just there's no way mm-hmm. and so being able to know you know what what to expect or how someone might be led is is key and that includes the practices that includes like you said the rhythm of being in your own walk at home being mm. in touch with yeah. people and just just being free in that idea of you know what it could go this way and this is what's planned but ultimately <laughs> They're probably going to let themselves go free at a certain point if they're comfortable <laughs> and confident. And yeah. we're just going to be on point with whatever that looks like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I, I would want everyone on our team to know yeah. to know that, to know that we don't want you to hold back right. with who you are. We want you to be you. Yeah. Um, and in fact, your team needs you to yep. be. You're on this team for a reason. You're called to this team for a reason. Yeah. And we can't afford to have you not mm-hmm. be yourself. Mm-hmm. So taking that, because obviously the scope of life is much bigger than just this church, just the four walls, and even just the teams Mm -hmm. that we're on at the church. How does this affect what we do as Christ followers? Um, Most of our time spent at home Mm -hmm. and in the workplace, Mm -hmm. how does this affect those places?
1: Oh, man, that's a big question. (laughs) I I think the biggest translation from that has to be just to love people unapologetically, unapologetically. With their freak flags flying, Mm -hmm. whether it's at half mass, I think showing true love and acceptance the way that Jesus loved us, the way that God continues to seek us and want us has to be what people see and feel most. So regardless of whether you're a worship leader or whether you do the camera on Sunday or you greet whether you come to our church or not, I think for sure God has called you to be someone that filters mm-hmm. love in your conversations, yeah. in your patience with people, with your coworkers, with the person at Walmart that doesn't have time for you. Yeah, I think that the most effective way that we can utilize that freedom that God has given us and afforded us because we do for sure have the freedom, more freedom, and especially in our country than anywhere else has got to be used for something good. Mm -hmm. And so the best possible use of that has to be just to love each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, that shows through honesty. Yeah. And it, honesty is is one of the best ways to display yourself. It's not always like an action yeah. or talking about what your favorite movie is or yeah. whatever that is. Honesty was, with people is really difficult at times, yeah. but that honesty is telling, showing, saying yep. your genuine feelings yes. and that's you. And that's hard to do yeah. in the workplace. That's yeah. hard to do at home a lot of times, yeah. but that's another way I think outside and inside the walls of the church, but outside as well, that we can show ourselves mm-hmm. and be ourselves is through honesty. So let's take a, let's turn a corner real quick and, and have a little fun. Talk about, um, an example of gonna, comp- showing confidence. Yeah, yeah I am. Awesome. <laughs> Um, kind of the fake <laughs> it till you make it. What let's have a little fun with it.
1: Oh, I had just been telling Eric, I hope he didn't make me use an example of having to use confidence, uh, in worship leading, but ah, here we are. (laughs) so you're welcome world and if you didn't catch this in person you will still feel the horrible embarrassment that comes with this story so here we go here we go here we go Uh, definitely backstory being a worship leader and not playing an instrument is a huge challenge and has pushed me to have to really rely on musicians and my confidence to lead. And confidence is different than like even cockiness or yes, you true. know, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, you guys are just gonna lead verse one the way I want it to. And you you definitely have to be in sync with the music, the Holy Spirit, yeah, the audience. I mean, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And so one particular Sunday, we were really just in the moment and we were transitioning into the song Peace. Which is already a pretty challenging song. Right. And especially it because most times it comes with a key change and it's uh-huh. like a short intro. So we were in the moment and we were feeling it. And this back, you know, rhythm comes in on Manny's synth. And I remember being like, it's telling me the intro and I don't really know what the note is. For, I'm just going to sing confidently. And it was the wrong note. <laughs> and it was very clearly the wrong note. It wasn't even a little bit like, oh, we can uh, fake it till we make it. We can just kind of roll into the verse and kind of yeah. make it. And I just had this immediate, nope, we're not going to do that. I awkwardly on a Sunday morning in the largest gathering that we have stopped and literally said, nope, we aren't going to do that. I'm so sorry. Humans make a mistake. I make mistake. We are going to continue to worship, and but we're going to worship in the right key (laughs) and it was kind of like a funny haha moment and for the most part like we've said the show must go on and you just kind of find the rhythm when someone's guitar is not in the right key or whatever it is or somebody's off rhythm you just kind of go with it this was one of those moments that I thought no that sounds so silly and it wasn't even a selfish I want to show people I can do it the right way Mm -hmm. I really let the moment of People were into worship. People were wanting the spirit to move. And just the smallest thing like, oh, that was a wrong note. Or, oh, that sounds like something didn't go right. Yeah. Can massively change the dynamic of a Sunday morning. Absolutely. And so awkwardly and... Letting my flag fly there, I just said, Nope, we're going to start this over and we're going to do it the right way and we're going to allow God to continue to move us this morning and we're going to worship wholeheartedly. And so we did it. And I, I can't say for sure whether that went well for the rest of the time. I would hope so. I definitely had one of our families, which I don't even know if I told you this, one of our families in the church had told me later, Hey, you're one of our favorite worship leaders, which On a Sunday like that always feels like, oh, thanks. (laughs) Like, I know you're really just kind of trying to help me feel less horrible Uh than I do. Uh, But he said, no, no, no. In a moment like that where the whole congregation was really in the moment, he said, it would have been worse for you to have just kept going. And I said, oh, thank you. I didn't really know how to take that. (laughs) I thought, okay, well, that is true, but okay. And he said, no, no, it was good. He goes, because then we were able to confidently end the set. And I thought, okay, that's the word then. Yeah. Because I don't know how many other people would have done that. And not as a... Good thing for me to say, but I just really believed in that moment. That was not the way that the the set was supposed to go, and so I raised my flag and thought, "We're going to start this over, and we're going to let loose with this, and we're going to end the way that we know we can in the moment." And Holy Spirit's going to move and shake this place up. And the fact that 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 family told me that on the way out, thought, "Okay." Lord, I still followed you. It was right, really insecure in the moment. And uh-huh. even though it looked confident, it was more that I was leaning into his confidence of leading me in the way that I know I want to lead others, which is, yeah. hey, even though I'm on the stage and I made a mistake, I can still tell you I made a mistake. Can we try that again? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's, that's God's forgiveness over and over, which sounds super cheesy to say, but it's still a painful and... Awfully embarrassing story because people will totally. say, "Oh yeah. man, I totally remember that Sunday," and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> "It's like the highest attended Sunday." And those are,
0: those are the things you want people to remember, oh right? Gosh, yeah, yeah. I I love the irony of that happening at the beginning of a song called "Peace." Oh,
1: the whole song itself. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. But the, I think the funny thing about that is. This is a little off-topic, but the funny thing about that is, it kind of hits on the fact that peace isn't necessarily a feeling. Yeah, it's a promise. Totally. And so that was a cool moment for Mm -hmm. that to be, I think, realized in our our congregation. Mm -hmm. But also just a great example of having to be confident. Yeah. When everything feels wrong, and in like your worst nightmare, that's what everybody that is leading on the front of the stage. Oh, yeah. Even people that aren't on stage, that's why we're afraid to right. speak publicly oh, is because yeah. we don't want those things happening. But that's such a good example of leading confident in those moments, Just being yourself Totally. And saying, hey, sorry guys, we're going to redo this. And <laughs> awesome. I told you
1: that that came up recently with a group of other leaders and they were all, oh, that's my worst nightmare. Oh, that that sounds terrible. And I'm like, well, I'm still here. I made it. And not because of me, certainly not because of me. And the reason I said even earlier is I don't really know how it went. I genuinely, it was like one of those like blackout moments where I was like, Lord, I'm just going to let you take this one home because I want to crawl off the stage right now, (laughs) but we did it and it was great and it was good. And it was not because of me. It was because I have cried in my kitchen, worshiping and my kids are like, what's wrong mommy? And I'm like, I'm just worshiping. I'm so grateful for God. And I think it's those moments that have prepared me for something like that. I mean, I hope that that never happens to anybody Mm -hmm. or me ever again. Yeah. And I can't even say that I'd repeat what happened to be honest, Yeah. but being able to let go of the expectations of myself or what I think I can do or the way that I want to lead is more, like I said, we've talked about that freedom, that freedom of, okay, Lord, whether you know that phrase of dance like no one's watching, uh-huh. like worship like God is watching, yeah, and not mattering, you know, don't who cares if anybody's watching you. Yeah. I I worship the same way in my kitchen and in my car as I do on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. which isn't for everyone, and that's right. okay. Right, but find what works for you and find mm-hmm. the place that you feel most connected in worship. And the way that you worship God. Yeah. And do that.
0: Yeah. And God knows totally. who He created you to be. Yeah. And yeah, He knows who you are mm-hmm. and whether or not you're being that person. Right. Um, and He wants you to be that person. Yeah. What is, uh, as we close this out, what's the, the takeaway? What do you want people to walk away with from this episode?
1: Knowing that confidence doesn't come from self worth confidence probably has to be rooted in your desire to love people and to love how God has created you to be. Mm. So in whatever way that comes about, I know some people aren't music people and Mm -hmm. they love reading and reading the word is their worship or hiking is their worship or, you know, Doing life with people speaking confidence and love into people is how they worship yeah. Do that doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be in four or four time on a Sunday morning with a chris tomlin song it It can be the way that God has created you, and like you said earlier, he knows yeah. you know, and if you haven't discovered that, d- figure it out mm-hmm. test all the different things mm-hmm. find. What makes you feel free and then raise that flag and let it be you because that is the way that you will reach people. That's the way God's gonna reach you. Yeah. And and that's the way you gain confidence in the kind of leader you're supposed to be.
0: Yeah. And I I think as we as we end this episode, just know for for everyone on our team listening, if you if you're a person that feels like you're strong in the Sarah, you feel like you're yourself. Go go out of your way to affirm people. Go out of your way to lift those up that maybe don't feel like they can be themselves, or maybe are being a little bit shy about that, or a little bit too careful about it. Um, let's be an affirming team, an right. affirming church, affirming group of people. Um, and if you if you maybe feel timid about that, if you feel like you aren't yourself, and and I can raise my hand on that like more days than than not. And just know that this is a safe place for you and this family, this church family is the best place to start being that person and being yourself. So let your freak flag fly. Yeah, Let it go. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the faith worship podcast. I hope this episode challenged you to pursue growth in your relationship with Jesus and in your leadership within our church community. Have a great week.